Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Drama Surgery Podcast. In this episode, I am doing my monthly watchlist digest, which is basically where I talk about the dramas that I am watching, the dramas that I have finished watching, the dramas that I will start watching soon. And so it's really just me talking about dramas that I, I guess normally wouldn't cover or do a full length episode review of. And so this is like my chance to like talk about all the dramas. Um, So the first drama I am watching is The Matchmakers, which is starring Rowan and Choi Yun. And this is a drama that... <laughs> I feel like when it first aired, I wasn't that interested. I watched the first three episodes also and I was like, "Uh, yeah, I'm dropping it. I'm not watching anymore. But as time went on, I ended up actually liking it. So I am now on episode nine as of the time I was recording. And oh my God, I actually love, love, love this drama. Like it's turned out to be so amazing in like various ways. So if you're one of those people that you dropped it like in the first three episodes, I think you should give it another shot. Watch it to like the sixth episode. And then if you still don't like it, maybe then you can drop it. But I think it picks up a little. So I'm currently enjoying it. I'm enjoying Rowan's acting. I watched him in Destiny with you and I really liked him in that as well. Even though a lot of people do not like that drama. I'm one of those people that I really actually liked this other drama. So I think I was kind of still putting him in that headspace when he started matchmakers right after I could not get into it immediately but actually now I can because his character is hilarious like he's getting character development as time goes on in this drama but honestly his character is hilarious like Roman is actually really good at comedy (laughs) he has a face for it um which is shocking because you would not expect him given how tall and handsome he is to have a knack for comedy but he's actually really really good in that aspect so a lot of the things or experiences he makes in this drama is like what keeps me going he's very very funny and he's the comic relief of this drama i also like the female lead um Choi Yeon. she was i think she was the one in all of us are dead um so she's a face i've seen before and here she's oh my god i have to say she's the cutest female lead i've ever seen like i have seen a lot of female leads and i have liked a lot of female leads but she's the first one i think that gives me this charm right like when i see her and i'm like oh yeah i I guess i understand why the male is so into her almost immediately right because she just has this charm that i don't think i've ever seen in a female lead especially when she puts on the full makeup and she's in her yoju tech like outfit right she just she's so beautiful and so she's actually very pleasant to watch she's just so cute right um and so she also helps me get into this drama right because her acting is also just fantastic and i mean i have to say it's little things here and there that make this drama kind of work or has been making it work the three men sisters that are the old maidens that they are trying to set up watching their own love story and the progression of each person's love story has been good right the youngest um sister for example i really really like her and the like female leads brother right and i look forward to see more of that dynamic right i mean as of episode nine he has already rejected her right and so she's going to go ahead with being matched with um number 24 i think so you know i want to see how that will play out because even though he rejected her i know he still likes her so it's going to be very interesting her character too like the youngest daughter 
I mean, they all have such good character. They really wrote the characters well. But the youngest daughter, she is also Huarok, right? The writer. So, you know, just our personality to really shines. Same with the second sister, who is kind of more abrasive and more like she'll tell you like it is. She's also very, very fun to watch, right? Um, And even the other sister as well. The other sister, I she's the only one I don't know. And I guess it's a mystery. She's the only one that we kind of don't know who our match is. Given that Rowan is actually the like one that has the matchmaking like magic to him, like his chest hurts when he sees a like perfect couple. Um, we've not seen him have that with any guy or any person that has talked to the like eldest sister. So I mean, for now, there's speculation that he will be the crown prince, which is pretty young. I mean, I know for the time it makes sense, but the age gap just I feel like isn't making sense. But we'll see maybe he's going to also get that like chest pain when he sees them together because i really don't know where they're going with that storyline of her meeting the crown prince um but we'll see as time goes on but yeah other than the main sisters i mean you have the female it's like family right and so you have our brother you also have um our in-laws right and i really like our in-laws because especially our mother-in-law our mother-in-law is a very interesting character and they have a very interesting dynamic that makes me keep watching because for all the things that our mother-in-law has found out about her, that she's doing this, doing that, is like leaving the house and stuff like that, she's never been once angry. I assume it's because she's built up affection for her over the time that, you know, our family took care of her husband, which is, you know, her son. But still, it's very interesting to me that she's never once censured her for anything. Like, it's, it's a very good relationship they currently have, right? Even though, for example, the family is not the biological mother of her child right so like it's very interesting in that sense that like she's so supportive and she's very defensive for of her right of her daughter-in-law and i i'm not too sure because she's also the one that's planning to kill the crown prince um but there's really some mystery to it that i don't know what it is yet right for example who killed the eldest brother-in-law that is the female lead's eldest brother-in-law right and why is it that the left minister does not want his wife to know that they are reinvestigating that case so this is my theory right let's hear my theory <laughs> it's possible that the mother-in-law is only doing all these things because she thinks maybe the king or the king's family had a hand in the death of her eldest son but maybe in fact is actually his father like that is her husband that actually committed a crime right and that's what's motivating her because otherwise i feel like it doesn't make sense because her character when she's with the female lead is so different from what we see when she's with the left minister and you know plotting all these things she just it doesn't strike me like she's an evil person or that she's like extremely ambitious right so i don't know what the issue is yet like we are still trying to connect that dots and we'll know more as you know we you know find out what yodri tech knows the actual yodri tech not like our family the fake one um but yeah all that is like just driving me this drama is really good in the mystery aspect uh, the comedic aspect is really, really good. I really like the king as well. <laughs> he like is that uh, complete piece in the like comedic duo with Rowan, right? When he's also on screen, he's also really, really funny. And they just insert comedy in here, so it's not, it's never too serious, which I like. I feel like I spoke too much about the ma- matchmakers. I feel like I, I should have covered it. I might cover it in a separate review. But moving on, the other drama I am watching is the Chinese drama 
starring Miles Way, titled I May Love You. I am currently on episode 7 of that drama and I am really, really enjoying the drama. I mean, <laughs> Miles Way, I, I didn't watch him in Only for Love because I couldn't stand that drama, but I can watch him in this. I have to say, first of all, I really like the intro of this drama. The female lead, though, she pissed me off for a bit. The way she changed tune when the male lead rejected her. Like, as if she expects him to have known that she liked him even though she never told him that. Right? She told him once and the minute he said, we're not suitable, she like went nuclear. And people would disagree with this. They're like, oh yeah, they like her, she's refreshing. Yeah, I like her as well. But in that aspect, for once, it's the male is kind of personality that I can kind of relate to more, right? At the beginning, he's like, oh, we're not suitable, right? Because of what he thinks suitability is, right? And... He slowly changes his mind as he realizes that he actually likes her. But the way she reacted was like, <sighs> like, I, I don't understand. So th- there's that one aspect that I don't really like. But regardless, Miles Way keeps me watching. He's just so handsome. Like, there's just something about him that I, it's funny because I, I feel like I never seen him in historical, like, dramas. Is it just me? I feel like he only does modern dramas. Or maybe, I don't know. But that's something I've realized about him that I don't see him in historicals at all right but yeah that's the second drama i am watching the third drama that i am watching is well let's do third and fourth <laughs> together um but it's really just the third because i I am dropping one most likely so park's marriage contract and my demon there are two dramas i aired over the weekend i am currently on episode two of both dramas and not to compare <laughs> but i'm gonna compare I like, I think, Park's marriage contract more. Isayong and Ben Yok, they, they, they just work for me in the way that Song Kang um, and Yu Jung just don't for some reason. I don't know what it is. But I just enjoyed the first episodes of Park's marriage contract more, right? I really liked the various like fantasy elements that they brought in and how she traveled through the different worlds right i really really like that scene so i like the same way as they are like putting her in the well about to kill her obviously how like time freezes and just the way or the rendition of the moon changed in that scene it went from like a regular moon to like a blood moon and it was just like that scene just sold me um as well as like the cgi of her going through the two worlds right it kind of reminds me of this scene in um happy marriage as long as we both shall live it has that exact same like crossing over time through water kind of thing or at least the way it's shot looks kind of similar um and if you watch the two you kind of know exactly what i'm talking about but yeah i tried my demon as well <laughs> i don't know i i'm not feeling their chemistry yet but I'll, I'll probably keep watching it because again saturday what will i watch anyways but still i i am liking fax marriage contract more and then the next drama I am watching, this is a drama that actually I just watched like two episodes like yesterday. Like it was almost just on a whim because I saw that it was out and I was like, you know what? 10 p.m. at night. <laughs> Let me just check it out. Right. And it's titled A Journey to Love. It's a Chinese drama that just started airing. I think the name of the male lead is Liu Yuning. Like he's, he's a singer, I think because um, i know he sang one of the os's i really really like um i think and so this is his drama and honestly first two episodes very very good like it caught my attention so quickly it's kind of what my journey to you thought it would be in like the way the female lead is written the female lead in my journey to love 
reminds me more of the second female lead in my journey to you right because it's like they're assassins and everything and like there are different tiers of assassins right and i think the female lead of a journey to you has more of the like personality um the coldness the you know uncaring kind of vibe that you get from the second female lead in my journey to you so i am loving her character right she's kind of easy to watch and also like the male lead too is like very smart um he's a schemer and he seems just very very smart even though it doesn't appear that way at first right but from how the world is set you can tell that that is what people think about his character right that he's super smart right and able to get things done so we'll see how that goes um i don't want this to be too long so i think i'll just go to the dramas that i might start watching later this week i'll probably start watching boyhood which is starring imshiwan as well as tell me that you love me which is starring jungu song so those two dramas are two dramas that i am going to start watching probably this week i'm really excited for boyhood because it kind of reminds me of that like week class or week hero class one kind of vibe so um i'm looking forward to those um and yeah the drama that i currently like finished watching a few days ago was Kuning palace i did a separate review about this and Kuning palace was okay but i feel like the end kind of fell off i don't know what i expected from the ending honestly um and i think this is partly because they had kind of a short time to like wrap everything up like it worked out well but i don't know i just i wanted like no one ever gives me that satisfaction of revenge right like yeah he managed to like kill his dad and all those things but like no i i want like super super satisfaction when it comes to the revenge you know and it's (sighs) dramas just never they're not able to fulfill that the glory wasn't able to fulfill that Love Like the Galaxy was not able to fulfill that. Um, and this one, Cooking Palace, also was not able to fulfill that. And I don't know what I'm looking for, honestly. I'll tell you when I find this. <laughs> but yeah, that's a drama that I finished watching over the weekend. And it was also very, very good. Um, You can check out my review of the Cooling Palace um, in the previous episode of this podcast. But yeah, that's really it for this episode um it's actually a lot longer than i thought it would be i think the matchmakers deserves its own review um so i might do that um when it finishes airing if it's you know actually ends the way i want it to end right and actually works out well i will review that drama well yeah this has been the watchlist digest for this month thank you guys so much for listening to this episode have a nice day bye